0: Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. The R-Rated Podcast. This week's guest is... Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. Today's guest is Zach Berg, and we're going to talk about how we met on the opera and his experience and journey in the film industry. So why don't we start with the basics? Yeah, Where absolutely. are you from?
1: Oh, uh, well, first off, thanks for having me on. This is really Thank exciting. It's really of cool. course,
0: thanks for coming. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I am actually originally from the East Coast. Okay, uh, I grew up in Maryland, uh, just outside of DC. I
0: had a fake ID from Maryland. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh
1: I'm my like, gosh. oh, good
0: times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did it
1: have the little crab on it? It
0: did. It did. I, I had never been. Still haven't yeah. been, but I. I want to know more about
1: well, it. Well, I, I highly recommend uh, checking out uh, the DC area in spring. Uh-huh. Uh, cuz you the uh, basically DC has a ton of cherry blossoms. Oh. And so in the spring. Oh my they god. Bloom. I actually
0: I love cherry yeah. blossoms. Oh. Like I'm obsessed with it. that's literally one of the reasons why I want to go to Tokyo cuz I just oh, want yeah. to see all the cherry you blossoms. Fun. But I can go to Maryland, yeah. it's a lot closer. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, no. So I mean that time of year they're blooming. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um don't super recommend the summer. It's very humid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not as shit. much as other yeah. places, but yeah. like it it can be.
0: How's quite the a film bit. industry in, in Maryland? Like, is it... it? I mean, it exists a little it ex- bit. Get, <laughs> it, it exists.
1: I mean, in the sense of like, it's not like LA, obviously, right? Um, and it, or nor like somewhere like Toronto or Atlanta. But, yeah. Like, there is production there, but mostly television. I mean, actually, AFI hmm. has a big headquarters there.
0: Oh, I didn't even and know then, that. That's um, actually... So does Discovery. Okay.
1: Um, in fact, there's this big uh, Discovery building in downtown Silver Spring. Yeah. That at least for a long time when I was yeah. growing up there yeah. during Shark Week they put this giant inflatable shark. <laughs> like, head and tail on either side of the building. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, a big advertisement. You're
0: thing. like... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I could see why, but that's well, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but, and I would just say a lot of political shows will show up there. Yeah. But no, like... No, like, main filming. It's usually pickups and city shots and things okay. like that.
0: Okay, okay. Um, Actually, I didn't even know that. That's really cool, mm-hmm. though, that it has, like... It has something going on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about, like, theater? Is that, like, hopping over there at all? Or... Yeah,
1: I mean, I think it's probably... At a similar scale. Like, you definitely yeah. have a strong art scene in the right. DC area. Okay,
0: okay, that's yeah. cool. Wait, yeah. I did, like, I really didn't know that it had an art scene there. Like, mm-hmm. when you, because when you talk film, you, like, it doesn't really come up that often. No, but. <laughs> yeah, well, especially
1: because, I mean, it's not a large, show. Yeah. It's not like yeah. this, you know, like, for theater, obviously, you're going to go to New York or Chicago. Yeah. Probably maybe LA, but more those two places. Right. So, how like, so what made your
0: decision of. on LA and not, like, New York? Well,
1: cause, uh, I mean, I wanted to be in film mm-hmm. and like, well, New York is great.
0: Yeah.
1: I think there's a lot more TV production there and yeah. it also just where I got into school.
0: Okay. Um, You're so, like, I just got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I mean, so what school did you end up going?
1: Yeah. So I, I ended up uh, going to Chapman university.
0: Ooh. Um, okay.
1: Great school. Yeah. Um, yeah. had, some issues through my time there as far as like dealing with bureaucracy but it was mm. all really good yeah instruction for me and probably prepared me really well for the film was industry. it hands-on
0: or was oh, it super hands-on okay on, i yeah. feel like that's that's the way to go with film school honestly mm. because i feel like sitting there and like like right. just like listening or like reading a textbook about how to make a movie is just too it's like black- yeah. i just i mean so i wouldn't learn like
1: that i would say in my whole opinion about film school yeah this is my little uh yeah yeah about yeah, it, yeah let's hear it uh, let's hear it <laughs> Because, like, I, I'm very appreciative of my time at Chapman. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't think it's for everybody. It, even, especially even in the film industry. I agree Like, with that. I think people could, if you can get a cheaper education.
0: Which I'm sure you uh, could. I mean, if, I feel like my oh, yeah, film school, most I was like, <laughs> we'll get into right? that, yeah. yeah.
1: But I guess what I mean is, like, you know, getting a degree in something right. like
0: psychology
1: or right. history or... Mm-hmm just understanding story even creative writing and Mm -hmm. then doing film stuff yeah i think can actually be super beneficial right um and the most important thing and this is what chapman is good at so like you're considering a film school this is why i do endorse chapman
0: okay every
1: single weekend Mm -hmm. there is something working you can go and work on a set and oh. there's tons of them. Like, like like
0: student sets or. Student sets, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, because starting your freshman year, yeah. you make short films. Right. Sophomore year, you make what's called the right. evan- or the IP, the intermediate production. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And you do an too. advanced yeah. production. Yeah. Then you do a
1: thesis film. Yeah. And again, I've never been to any other film school. Yeah. I've just heard things. And yeah. like I know, at least I believe at USC, it's like yeah. you don't really get to make a thesis film. Yeah. USC is a little you're, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of several different. And then you get like selected
0: or something, mm-hmm. which I feel like. Like, do you pitch it? And then it's, like, who has the best pitch? I feel like that's probably how it goes. I feel like, like it'd that. be just messed up if you were, like, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> like, it's just, like, teacher's right. pick. it would be, like, well, why? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, I mean, my film school was like that, too. Like, mm-hmm. it was first week that, or weekend. They were, like, we're going to Universal Studios backlot. You that's guys are awesome. shooting a missile mis- on scene. I was, like, what does that even mean? You know, I didn't even know that meant, like, back then. <laughs> right. Back.
1: Oh, yeah, for And sure. then,
0: like, it was, like, more – Basic beginner stuff in the begin in the beginning because mm-hmm. it was like you know not everyone had camera knowledge. I was right. I was one of them. I didn't know anything going into mm-hmm. film school. I was just like movies, you know, like yeah. I was like I want to be around that. I want to you know make movies, but yeah. I didn't know like all the positions, all the terms. Like I just kind of like I was just one of those people that thought to like turn on the camera right. and then you like shoot a movie. In. Right, right. I didn't realize like how many people it takes to like you know make a film, but that's kind of what film school taught me as well but
1: yeah i mean i think I that think is the it's benefit so expensive
0: school. like i don't think it's necessary for it to be that expensive like i get it like you're using certain equipment and stuff but we ended up paying that i don't know if you yeah. guys did but we paid an equipment fee
1: yeah we oh yeah i mean we had things like that you and did too i mean again i was very fortunate i yeah. had scholarship and stuff going to chapman um, mm-hmm. chapman offers a lot of scholarships which yeah it's really great oh, okay but cool. it's also incredibly expensive school. I mean, it's a private school. It's in right. Southern California. Yeah. Just living cost alone mm-hmm. is very expensive. Do they
0: offer housing?
1: Yeah, they've got dorms, but oh. the, the, the dorm housing is like
0: Did you stay incredible. in
1: there? Uh My first two years, yeah. Damn. Um, but then okay. I moved out because honestly, it was like the same price.
0: Wow. Um, and yeah, it wasn't no, like imagine. we
1: got a stipend for the housing, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, it was like my parents, you know, more or less had to pay that one way or the other. Um, um
0: And I know, and I feel like, but if you can't afford it, like, what you do in that situation? Because I mean, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, in my situation, like I had to pay half out of pocket and then also take half student loans out. Oh, yeah. So like, well,
1: yeah,
0: you know, and it's like, I'm totally grateful for the education that I got. And like everything that I learned. And I'm like, Oh, my God, like, yay, like, amazing. Like, I would have never gotten it, like been Mm -hmm. able to get that experience. But at the same time, I'm like paying back so much money which i'm like is it worth it like (laughs) i mean it maybe will be worth it when i get like a a a big movie deal but as of right Right. now i'm like oh my god like how am i gonna do this like like
1: i think yeah i I think there is a aspect and benefit to it especially like if you go to one of the bigger film schools like usc chapman nyu Mm -hmm. tish or any of those whatever uh and being able to then get into an internship right because like really the film school itself is what you're going to take out of it. Yeah. Whatever you put into it, yeah. you take out of it.
0: Is, yeah. But
1: the benefits. That's true. Of paying for that are things like the internship. Yeah. Um, you know, like my sophomore year. We, yeah. was the summer after my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I did an internship with Paramount.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was my first internship. And just having that on the
0: resume. Right. Got me my next internship. Got it. You know, and so that. Do you think because you went to, to Chapman, it like got you on, uh, like you were able to like get into Paramount or like. Yeah. Why do you think I, that was the...
1: I mean, I like to think it was, you know, the interview yeah. and my own talent. Well, yeah, but of like, course. But that, I think without it, I would yeah. not
0: have gotten the interview. Like just being yeah. able to like, get in the door, I exactly. guess is what I'm Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I, know, I
1: think that's huge. Um, and mm-hmm. like I ended up interning at Atlas Entertainment, mm-hmm. um, that's a production company that uh, run by Charles Roven. They do like yeah. all the Batman movies, all the Superman oh, movies, all that shit. kind of stuff. That's so um, cool. Yeah, but like, and what I was would that not... like for an
0: intern? Like, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah.
1: Um, but what I was gonna say just real quick about mm-hmm. that is, I would not have gotten that I think without Chapman on my resume. Yeah, because so many people there worked at had gone from Chapman to there or okay. you know, stuff. So like, that it was makes kind of like too. a, Oh, another Chapman student. Let's yeah. Bring let's in. bring him. Yeah. Um, and I think USC and UCLA, they all have that same effect.
0: That makes sense. Um, so it's so almost like, benefit. like you are paying for the connections right. as well. in a Yes, sense, for
1: sure. You know? Now, what I have heard other film schools do mm-hmm. that Chapman didn't really do is they yeah. have more like direct programs to place people at internships. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas at Chapman, I had to go find it. Like there wasn't really like a, okay, this semester you have to take an internship. Yeah. It was like, I noticed other kids were looking for internships and I went, oh, maybe I should be doing this too.
0: Right. Right. And do you feel like the internships like really helped you like get, like, did you learn more things that you didn't know or did it like just get you connections or like, or what do you feel like you gained out of that?
1: I think as far as like the film business. Yeah. That's where I learned all that stuff.
0: Oh, Like as far as
1: like the... Networking and interactions mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and what's going on behind the scenes. And, yeah. You know, yeah. just reading a script or covering a desk or rolling yeah. calls. Yeah. Um, production wise, that was all from school. From school. You know, like picking okay. up a camera, being a right. grip, being an electrician, like, right. trying all those things. Right. Um, set etiquette, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely the big benefit of going to a film school. That's, that's true. Gonna do some I feel like, like you production. do learn
0: set etiquette when, like, you yeah. maybe wouldn't know that if you didn't go to film school. And it's kind of, okay. it is important to have because there is a certain. That etiquette, I think at you the bottom line,
1: by. it's get in production, yeah, get on set, even if you want to be like a producer, just in an mm-hmm, office, like mm-hmm. doing like you know, uh, accounting and stuff, like, yeah, even then, yeah. I think for film, it's important to have been on set, yeah, uh, to get an idea of what that's like, right, um, and, and learn that etiquette, right, because it'll teach you so much about the business, right. Um, and so for those who can't afford to go to film school, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe don't want to, or whatever, right. If you can get on set you know you have a friend who can bring you on as a pa mm-hmm. might pay shit, but like uh, oh i didn't ask if we can curse on this podcast oh, my but i it's, it's the rated r podcast. yeah yeah, yeah. It's like the title it's so fun, yeah.
0: no everyone's all, like they'll it'll, like slip yeah. out and they're like, like oh, and i'm like oh no yeah yeah, yeah. You, uh, please what i was saying is it. like yeah like uh, just <laughs> tell us on how set you, is you so
1: important i think
0: yeah yeah Dude, so okay so after you intern you
1: mm-hmm did you oh sorry you asked me what it was like oh
0: yeah exactly because i personally have never mm -hmm. done an internship so but i i've always thought about it and Mm -hmm. i was interested and then i was and then somehow it just never really worked out because when i was at the new york film academy it was Mm -hmm. really weird because they so i was like i'm gonna have to work like there's no way i can't like not work while i'm in school like i just i just can't do that Mm -hmm. so i had asked them i was like hey like you know, um, what's the schedule going to be like? What are the classes? And like, they like are a little bit, I don't know if your school did this, but like they made the schedule like for us. Like it was like pre-planned. Like it wasn't like, I'm going to pick my classes, like what time and like, Mm -hmm. this is what my Friday, this is what my Monday is going to look like. It was like, this is what your Monday through Friday is going to look like. On these weekends, you're going to have workshops. Like, so like basically I couldn't like have a regular job because I never knew
1: my schedule yeah like it was
0: yeah like i didn't have control over it basically so for like three years i was kind of just like riding the wave of like going with the flow of like what my school was giving me Mm -hmm. and it was it was cool but it was also like very difficult to manage a job or get an internship because it like i needed to commit to like school but i and i wouldn't be able to commit to like anything else basically and it was like really weird so i kind of just never like got like had the time for it and then it And then when I did graduate, it was like during COVID, unfortunately, and I was kind of like, do I like get a job or do I get an internship? And I was like, I was still interested in the internship process, but I was like, I need it to be paid, which is that common. Right.
1: So I was fortunate uh, and the internships Mm -hmm. I found, I I sort of purposely found that they paid me. Okay. Yeah. the ass one uh, didn't pay a ton mm-hmm. and it definitely been but it gave mileage and stuff and those yeah. meals that you know it was enough i'm like sounds like my job now. now yeah right <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not much different than what i'm doing now. yeah but, yeah yeah uh I, and i think that's the thing i think that's the key is just yeah. getting a job in the industry mm-hmm. at that entry level mm-hmm. will teach you so much um, yeah and that is essentially what an internship is these days right um, right and i don't know if you remember back but there was like a whole lawsuit with sony and so now internships like no I have to follow this. certain protocols because like essentially the film industry was, you know, using interns, and they still do through PAs and assistants
0: I can kinda see to do that. Yeah. all the work. You know? Yeah. And yeah. so,
1: some interns essentially sued a production
0: mm-hmm.
1: and helped lay the groundwork for more strict rules on like what an intern can and cannot do. Right. Um, yeah. So that Which they're not you know fair. being abused. Yeah. Yet. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It still happens. Yeah. You know, it's still I'm sure some on. people still get away with um, it.
0: I mean, and, I and have that's so in many... every field yeah. too. Like, it's probably oh, yeah. not just in the, just the film industry, but like it's just interns in are gonna industry. get. The shit end of the stick, yeah. you know they're well, gonna.
1: I mean, not just interns though. Like, yeah, assistants.
0: you're like, whoa, was yeah. oh, like assistants
1: and PA. are like, back stuff. it up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's people not just you know out of school. It's people who've been in for a while. I mean, a- everyone below the line in the industry is kind of getting a short
0: end of a stick. Which right is now. already like when you hear the term "below the line," doesn't that right. just sound fucked up?
1: Right, it does. Doesn't like it, it? just
0: sounds like like why below mm-hmm. the line? Like why can't you just say like the rest of the crew <laughs> right. or something? Like why does it have to be so like? Right. I don't know i feel like and, it's just on so your face i don't
1: know the entire origin of it i know it has something to do with accounting and spreadsheets and like mm. there's a break in the budget between again the above the line Got very it. expensive people and then the below the line mm. which is everybody else more or less um okay yeah. i mean but it does sound it still sounds it? yeah like yeah. i get
0: where you're coming from with that and i get like i can totally visualize it too like mm-hmm. when you're like doing the counting process of it but i'm just kind of like yeah no, no, but, no, it like it
1: still feels we can
0: we can adapt to something mm-hmm. like more appropriate right. i feel like yeah I feel like it yeah. just sounds so aggressive like yeah, it's just oh, it so does. like oh yeah below the line and then above the line it's like what you you really think like these people are like better it just the sounds way. like yeah like i just feel like if i someone who wasn't in the film industry and heard that like if they heard that term okay. i just feel like they'd be like what the fuck well, i mean like, there's,
1: there's quite a few things in terms in the film industry that people would be shocked
0: to yeah about. what do you think is like yeah. what, i mean
1: the hours alone oh, like, people, oh no i know my mom's always like she calls idea. me
0: she's like where like where are you? you? Didn't talk to me. And I was like, I'm still working. She's like, still like. Right.
1: It's been she, yeah hours. I was just like, it yeah. She's like, I texted
0: you this morning. You said you were working. I was like, yeah, like yeah. S- still here, still doing yeah. this. But
1: I mean, my schedule very often on production, um, especially uh, you know working in COVID yeah. and stuff. Yeah you know, yeah yeah. When we have to be there earlier than everybody else. Oh I mean, my god, I know. I mean, Let's talk about that. Yeah. Oh well, my what, god. I can I can segue this into how yes yes um, working yes, on the yes. offer. Uh, I was on the COVID compliance team, um, which is hired by production. Yeah. In some cases, depending on the studio, it's a yeah. separate company, but okay. still works for production. Got it. Um, and in the case of some studios, like I've heard like Disney and stuff, they mm-hmm. just hire a team Like a whole team and that's so like, just a department. that makes
0: that's, that sounds yeah. very Disney. Disney's it like, does. yeah. yeah. Right. So they're then like, they can control f- it. They're like, fuck it, we're just going to hire
1: a whole team. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but point being is that, yeah, I, I would show up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. To a, you know, a crew call would be you know, 6.30. So I'd be there at four. Along I know, with Jason. like that.
0: Okay, like uh, <laughs> that's what I would think too. I was like, mm-hmm. I swear, like the like they're not even coming until like two hours later. Like right. it always felt like we were there two hours earlier. When I'm like, yeah, why we were, two yeah. hours? Like why not just like an hour? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: because they would call you guys essentially like half an hour to an hour after us. Yeah. So like Jason and I would get there. We'd start setting up. We'd be doing our thing. Yeah. We weren't always on time. Yeah. But yeah. we would get there before you guys. Yeah. You guys would show up. Yeah. Uh, with the Santa set stuff. Yeah. Um, we'd set you up. Yeah. And by then any of the early pre-calls would then be able to come. So that's why sometimes nobody showed up because those people just decided they didn't want to test at that time. Yeah. But they had the option to show up at like, you know, if we were there for. they had an the option to show up at five thirty before right. everybody else. Right. Um and then sometimes it was like you know, the rigging grips, the electrics, everyone working on the stages prepping. Yeah. They were supposed to show up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> just... They would go start working first when they Which shouldn't. defeats and, the yeah. whole
0: purpose of the whole situation yeah. of like... And that
1: was a whole different can of worms. But, yeah.
0: I uh, can't even imagine yeah. like what it was for you because... Like it, like okay. it's so interesting too because like, yeah, we were in like same location, mm-hmm. same spot, same time. But like you and I had very different experiences yeah. during this job because we had different roles also. Right, yeah. And you were there longer and had to like (laughs) deal with the crew more hands-on for me it was Mm -hmm. more like this is also like how we met like you know we got hired well the company that i work for got hired on to do the COVID testing for the production Mm -hmm. and you know zach's one of the first like people we call like hey where do we set up like do we put things here? Like who are we testing? Right, yeah. Like, you know. So we have that communication with him. Mm-hmm. And you know, over time, like we started to talk and get to know each other and right. just kind of be like, Yeah, what are you trying to do here? Because essentially most people are trying to do more than just right, you know, COVID, COVID stuff. Testing. At well, least for us in our I would say, Yeah.
1: Because hopefully someday <laughs>
0: yes. the department won't exist. Right.
1: So, like once that happens, where which are you is going? crazy to
0: think like mm-hmm. that's how we met and like we've been right. doing this all like for two years now, yeah, but like, wow. eventually, like, hopefully this ends. This right? But this o- like, <laughs> right. But this that also means yeah. like, bye bye to her job,
1: right? but
0: hopefully we can move into something mm-hmm. else production wise.
1: So that that's an interesting thing to follow up on. Mm-hmm. We can come back to it later, but yeah, what I've yeah. been hearing about it is that there's a chance that they will sort of shift the COVID compliance team and morph it with health and safety to have a sort of more robust safety team on set. Yeah. We'll see if that actually happens. That's what I was thinking like, too. Like, money, will it
0: actually happen? But
1: that's and- what I've heard um which yeah. sounds great i think it's a good idea i think it's
0: yeah but like, i don't know if they're actually going to do it because you right. know how like they're already making such a big deal about it on set like i'll have to COVID, this oh, i have to do this right, or right. like blah, blah blah so i just feel like if they can avoid dealing with like angry crew members and them bitching yeah. about like having to do mm-hmm. this extra step they're probably just not going to want to deal well,
1: with it and i think and again this could be yeah. a whole podcast in and of itself i know right <laughs> but what i've been hearing about it is the idea would be that it, we would have sort of like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be testing it wouldn't mm-hmm. be necessarily constant pp we wouldn't have monitors Right. but it would be that the health and safety team would be responsible for coming in sort mm-hmm. of before during and after a set make sure it's kind of sanitized mm-hmm. help reduce yeah. the risk of things like flu covid right. other things right. and then have a health screening so it wouldn't be nearly as as
0: in, yeah intense. yeah so i think
1: the crew members would actually the ones who are still angry about this stuff right. might actually enjoy us being there because then right. it's like we're there to see, like, oh man, my hands are so dirty. Oh, here's a sanitizing light.
0: Right. You know, we're yeah. not
1: there to be like, hey, put your mask on. Right. It's a little so bit different. Little yeah, bit different. that's
0: true. I feel like yeah. if it's more about like sanitation and just mm-hmm. like, oh, let me clean, help, yes. you know, clean surfaces. That would and be so- the intention. Right. Instead of like, mm-hmm. bo- like being like, put your mask on, sir, right. or like change or, your mask, like people you know, do get it
1: all a set and we notice they're sniffling and coughing all day mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know, are you feeling okay? Been right around anyone who's had the flu? and Yeah. And then. You know we then we I can avoid that So no, it's not like delete, a domino effect so onset. A yeah, yeah exactly yeah
0: that yeah oh my god I so it was crazy to see like the difference between variants too because oh, yeah. like more crew members ended up getting sick but when we first started um it I never saw like any positives on set it was pretty like yeah pretty smooth and then because-
1: because you started in August, right? I
0: started, like, end of September. Oh, end of September. Oh, mm-hmm. So I
1: actually started a little bit before Yeah, you. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, because that was around the time that we had the vaccine. Right. Delta was actually, like, dying down. Right. Um. So it was kind of that golden period between Delta and Omicron. Exactly. Where things felt like, oh, things maybe we're, maybe, maybe like, we're going to go back good- to normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. And, and it, it was, like, Omicron. it was still, like, pretty hot in September, honestly. So, yeah. Like, so it was almost, it still felt like summer, even though it wasn't, because mm-hmm. I remember when I first started on the offer, mm-hmm. it was... End of September, and I was wearing shorts because mm-hmm. it was so hot. Yeah, I remember that. And I feel like that might have been a factor to like maybe why it was more managed because I feel like it doesn't do yeah. as well in heat. I don't know. That could. I'm not yeah. a scientist. Don't come. <laughs> don't come
1: that. after <laughs> right, me. Right, yeah. They're
0: like, Who? Uh, but yeah, I feel well, like he. I'm would,
1: not a medical professional. Either. I know. Like, I say <laughs> here, you know, just, please don't, don't,
0: don't sue me. Don't try any of this at home either. And I was getting. No. So anyway, I was like, kind of was like, okay, this is good. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. You're on set, you're like checking people in, like here and there, you're going to get some people that don't want to necessarily do this, but eventually like, you know, they're going to get used to it. It's part of the routine (laughs) and then things were flowing pretty smooth. And then the, I guess like third or fourth wave, wave, I don't even know, but like in anyway, Omicron hit (laughs) and it was like right after everyone got boosted. So it's like people were like feeling side effects from like the booster plus, or they got hit or whatever. And (laughs) the crazy part is like some people didn't even have symptoms. And that was kind of like yeah. what was happening. And then people would spread it. And then it was just a mix of that. And then, like, certain departments not necessarily oh, always yeah. wanting to get tested right no. before. Like, and it was also
1: like, Thanksgiving and Christmas back to back as Omicron emerged. Yes. So people yeah. were going home or going upstate. Uh, That's or, what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, people, people. Yeah you know, just not necessarily taking all the precautions because right. they didn't think they needed it because of all the Delta safety. Right, they and everyone, no one's going to be like, oh, it's me,
0: or like, I'm right. the one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to, like, think, like, hey, like, I was safe, I was fine. fine. Right, yeah. but I mean, sometimes it just happens. Like, you never know, and, like, this one was super transmissible, so, like, mm-hmm. on a production where there's, like, two, 300 people, right. honestly, it's kind of bound to happen, but well, you have.
1: Just- an entire team, which I won't mention, that didn't really wear masks when we yes. weren't looking. Yeah, one of them gets it suddenly. Yeah, twenty of them gets right. it. You know, right, right. And I, I think the protocol was
0: week. what was it like? more than three departments get it the show gets shut down or something it depended it was okay really, like there's like different yeah and of that. course
1: there was because the protocols kind of kept changing especially as we discovered yeah. more about omicron and yeah you know and then you kind of have and that was a frustration for the crew big time like the changing protocol right it's like well you have to change but you kind of have you have
0: to adapt yeah. like if you're gonna yeah. be like you know able if you're like deciding like i'm gonna shoot a show during mm-hmm. you know a pandemic right there's gonna be like stuff that comes with it like it's not gonna be like your usual smooth shoot that you're used to you know what i mean mm-hmm. like obviously you're gonna try to go about it as best as you can and you want right. to run smooth but like you're literally shooting during a pandemic with all these people yeah. something's gonna happen like you mm-hmm. have so many different personalities you have so Last many different year, beliefs yeah. like so many different yeah. you know point of views so it's like you get kind of like, it is what it is. It's right. what I'm trying to yeah. say. <laughs> no,
1: no, totally. But like, yeah. And we, we always strove as a department to try to find the simplest yeah. way to maximize safety. Which I think you guys did a great job. Thank you. appreciate it. Like, that. I feel like you guys yeah. hand
0: like, cause I, I mean, like I said, my mm-hmm. job has been on different sets too. Like you guys, you guys were like our bigger client for sure. But, mm-hmm. um, we had a couple other shows too. And I just always felt like it like was the most smooth and we got along best with like the <laughs> offer. Like yeah. everyone was just really like, like I don't know the communication was there I feel like and I feel like that's what you need on a big set especially when you're dealing with like such big
1: situations
0: like COVID Mm -hmm. like you know someone having a positive like you don't want to make a big deal about it but like you don't want to let them go back to production because that could literally mess everything up so you have to like you know approach it like assertive enough but like not where it comes off like mean well, we're like you know like I, I
1: would say the thing i would share too is like yeah because i mean hey, you don't want to alarm the crew you don't want to start
0: right. panic yeah, exactly but if someone
1: does show up to set with covid yeah you know they may not know it because so you're Which, telling them for the first time that they have a pandemic right virus. so
0: you're breaking the news yeah. like you're so, that face so many
1: crew members who you know yeah. i shouldn't say so many the couple that i was around when i right. tested positive on set and i had yeah. to tell them, pull them aside and then send them to my boss. Yeah. Um, cause he's the one who, you know, I didn't have an authority to send anyone off set. Yeah. But the minute we see a positive, it's you like, you have to you like, gotta isolate this person. Yes. Um, so telling them that you could tell that all of a sudden it became very real for them. Yeah. And they got very scared. Yeah. You know, like, and, yeah. and I always had a lot of sympathy for that. Even for the guys who yeah. were like dicks to me up. Until yeah. that point. Yeah. <laughs> I still felt bad when they got it. Yeah. Was of like, course. Of course. Yeah. I understand how scary that can be.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. like, you never know if your body's yeah, you know, can, like unfortunately, you don't know if your body can handle it the way that you would want it to. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you just kind of have to be put in that situation and find well, out. Well,
1: we know so so little about the long term effects. I mean, it hasn't that's what I'm. Long enough, I
0: know, so it's I know. scary. Yeah. I know, literally, like I'll feel something mm-hmm. like off or different. I'm like, oh my god, it's from the backseat And <laughs> I start to get worried. <laughs> I trip myself out, but no, it's. I mean, at the same time, I am actually still standing. I have not yeah. got it yeah well as so. far as you know. <laughs> no
1: yeah. that's the thing too is like, that's and
0: i know uh, i know and then there's just like crazy rumor going around i don't know i don't know if it's true but it's like oh if you can last to like end of february you have a good chance of not getting it which i don't I know don't if that that's i true, exactly yeah. like i'm just like i
1: think nah. it's a complete rumor yeah i think it's a rumor um, too so from what i understand uh because you know i try to stay up to date on yeah. as much of stuff as possible to do my right. job as effectively as i course. can course what I've been hearing is that we should expect essentially, and again, not a medical professional, <laughs>
0: don't, you know, don't, don't sue don't me, close. don't take
1: anything, but just what I've been, what we're preparing for yeah. as a department is probably some sort of new variant in the summer, you know, maybe early to mid-summer.
0: No, and so you guys, ugh, it's going to go into summer.
1: Oh, for sure, I think. Yeah, um, Some people will say, oh, well, yeah, I think we got six more months of the department but that's been happening every six months of the last two years, you know, so
0: like <laughs> reality check at yeah. its finest here right now. But like,
1: just listening to different scientists, people from yeah. the CDC, people from the mm-hmm. NIH, stuff like that. Just yeah. looking at different reports. yeah, feels like we should expect at least two more variants within the next year. Yeah. Um, that's and then so hopefully crazy. knock on wood, it'll start <sighs> to calm down as a virus will, will have developed enough immunity. There'll be enough boosters, things like that that it'll become more like the flu, not necessarily in effectiveness because right. it's going to be different than influenza, right. Right. but to the way we can mitigate it, control it and right. not feel so in danger of it. Yeah. I mean, when you, However, think, when you think about it, yeah. it's like,
0: okay, like, not, like those big flus or like, like the flu, it's nothing's been cured like that. No, it's just been yeah. found a way to adapt around it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: it was a global pandemic much like this. Right. So it's, it's like, just, this
0: might be one of those yeah. situations yeah. where like,
1: I mean, every year you have to get a new flu shot. Yeah. That's dealing with a new variant, much like COVID. Yeah, uh, I mean, influenza has been around since Isn't at least 1912. Is that crazy to think yeah. about?
0: That yeah, like. Yeah. That is so wild. And I, like, didn't they say they were going to make like some pill, like where you can like take it and it's going to be like, kind of like the vaccine. I don't know. Like, yeah,
1: they're... supposedly they've been trialing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure in the future it, it will be works, like but... that.
0: Like you'd probably don't have to like get it injected all the time, but yeah, that's pretty crazy yeah. to think. Well, and like...
1: the hope, I think, and the hope of the medical community is that like, yeah, like right now we take yeah. these boosters of probably, be, you know, every six months yeah. or so. We'll probably yeah. In the near future, you'll start hearing yeah. about a fourth booster. Yeah. Um, but eventually the hope is that it could be a yearly thing like yep. influenza. Yeah. However, influenza is uh, what they call in, uh, an endemic virus. Mm-hmm. It's come to this point where, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't just burst yeah. and have these huge yeah. peaks like Omicron yeah. or something.
0: Yeah,
1: I was just reading an article on, uh, was it CNBC mm-hmm. by a doctor from the CDC who was yeah, saying yeah. like, I don't think it's ever going to be endemic. It seems like oh, it's okay. always going to be pandemic type. But that doesn't mean it can't be- I'm <laughs> like, I reality? Know, I know, <laughs> <sucks>. <laughs> uh, But no, but it doesn't mean we won't, like, get away from masks eventually. It just means that our protocols- that, Okay, honestly, for it me, different. it's that.
0: Like, I feel like yeah. I can deal with, like, getting vaccinated every yeah. year, like, doing what I need to do. But, like, it's yeah. the, like, the masks all the time, every day, it's all day for yeah. the rest of our lives. Like, that would be crazy. Like, I'm used to it at work and, like, dealing with it, mm-hmm. like, you know, when I'm around people. But it right. does- change a lot of things you know what i mean well, like even yeah. just like with this with podcasting right. it's like what like am i like i can't podcast with like a mask on like you wouldn't <laughs> even be able to hear right. us well, like, like our
1: actors on set we don't exactly you know, like, when they're shooting they have to take the mask off and they put it right back on and, and to me and this is what coverage department's all about yeah it's about the protocol it's right. about making decisions intelligently you know yeah. and and with enough information you know like you know i'm vaccinated yeah work together. right You know i test constantly so bringing me into your house is a pretty small risk
0: exactly and i get tested like three times a week for my job so exactly literally like i know but honestly every time i get tested i'm like is this the one like is this because like everyone around me has been dropping like flies like so i'm just like oh no oh no no like but
1: again it's just it's calculated risk and it's calculated safety and and i think the biggest thing is public spaces yes like and i think as a society and this is just my own personal opinion Mm -hmm is we need to adopt more yeah. of a culture where we do our yeah. masks. You know, if yeah. you feel sick at all, just, wear just for, at yeah. for the day. Yeah, don't be know. like so
0: cool to spread yeah. it all the time. Because right. like, you know, there's, you always, well, I'll be out in public and I hear someone just like sneezing and it's like right. a spray zone and I'm like, oh my God. Right. Like, especially especially, especially before, like this whole mask stuff, like before the pandemic, mm-hmm. people didn't care. It was just like sneezing. Yeah. Like,
1: oh. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been sick in like two years basically yeah. because I wash my hands better now. Yeah. I wear masks, yeah, so me I sanitize, too. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lesson to be learned. Yeah. Um, Cause like- That's huge. That's there is, great. There is, you know, herd immunity. That's a thing that exists.
0: That is a thing that probably exists. Probably not
1: happening with COVID. Yeah. It, it's I mean, probably it not. It technically, technically has not happened with influenza. Like we yeah. have a stronger resistance because mm-hmm. it's been around so long mm-hmm. and we've, you know, our bodies have developed antibodies right. over generations. Right, And maybe someday, you know,
0: maybe some COVID
1: will be more like that. But, yeah. you know, I think people, think of that. Oh, cause we dealt with influenza that way. That was the way to deal with this.
0: Right. They're and just going off of like what has, right. Yeah. No, they're totally different diseases. And, mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. We could, we could, let's go back to film. Let's, go back. that's more exciting.
0: <laughs> what, what is your plan for when, I mean, COVID is over. Right. Like, what do you mm-hmm. want to do? Like, what is your main thing that you want to pursue? Yeah.
1: So my, my goal is to direct. That's, okay. That's, that's the what end goal. Yeah. yeah. So you've
0: always mm-hmm. known you wanted to direct.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those kids that like, throughout my entire school someone's like what do you want to do It's like I want to do film I yeah want to direct. Like, okay I, I was like five, I get
0: that no I yeah. feel that I feel the same way like I mean I probably was more around the age of like okay so like eight years old mm-hmm. I was like I thought I wanted to be an actress sure. so but I didn't that's not really what it was I just I you wanted to do I wanted to be to do, involved in and mm-hmm. in I just didn't know like the different positions so I was like yeah I want to be in the movies and so like it was like actress 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 and then like around 12 I was like Mm, I just, I want to be, I still want to be an actress, but I also want to be, like, just making the movies, which mm-hmm. I thought was just the cameraman. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah. When, so, you, like, even when, when you're I young, started, you don't have a concept. Yeah, of, like, so even, like, uh, yeah. during film school, though, I I knew of the director. Like, I knew mm-hmm. there was a director, and I knew all that. But I didn't know, like, what exactly the director does oh, and, sure. like, yeah. kind of, like, what he was in charge of. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kind of thought it was, like, Oh, yeah, like, they talked to the actors, but I honestly didn't put much thought into it more than that. So then when I started film school, I was like, I think I want to do, like, cinematography. But then during cinematography class, like, <laughs> I just, it, like, something was missing. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, what I thought. Not mm-hmm. not, not, that, not that it was, like, bad or anything, no, no, but no, it just, no. like, didn't hit me the way that, like, so directing yeah, had hit so me. I so
1: many film school friends like that who we went mm, in as cinematographers and yeah. went, yeah oh no I
0: want to be directing yeah Uh, because I took mm -hmm. my first directing class and I was like this is like this is it like it just like literally clicked like I was like I want to be around the actors I want to really be able to get those emotions out I want to like be in charge of the like creative visual like Mm -hmm. everything like the visually appealing stuff the color palette like just like I don't know like it just was like so cool and I was like that's what I want like but at first, like the first semester of film school I didn't know like what I was doing. <laughs> no, I mean not,
1: I mean nobody does. So but
0: you but yeah. you did so I mean I knew I wanted to direct. Yeah. Um,
1: so my whole story is and it's kinda cliche, but it also shows how yeah. much like to work on film sets, you yeah. kind of have to be a little bit of a masochist. You have to because be flexible. Too. The hours, suck, yeah, you, it's brutal. It's, it's rough. You know? Yeah, but you love it for whatever reason. You know, it's
0: not glamorous um, like you would think. Like I feel like you would, think like oh, oh, movie, yeah, no, would no. Be like red carpet, Hollywood, no, 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 like. No, no, no. But it's really <laughs> <and that laughs> it's, it's a not, hard job.
1: Like there, 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 job. Job. Like, there,
0: there is some of that, but like.
1: I mean, it's certainly not like you know. Yeah. Working on an oil rig, like that's no, no, yeah, but like film industry is still very difficult on you. It puts a yes. lot of pressure. Yes. It's not thankful. Yes. It's it's rough. Yep. But so so for me, like when I was really young, like five, I saw Star Wars. I'm <gasps> okay. a fucking nerd. I yeah. love Star Wars. <laughs> I'm obsessed. But which is interesting for me is like and I, and I'm one of those people that knows a lot of facts about yeah. Star Wars way too yeah. much. <laughs> But I think my expertise comes into the making of Star Wars mm, okay. because when the DVDs came out,
0: yeah, oh, uh, of right uh, There was a <laughs> documentary
1: it. on there called Empire of Dreams, okay, which went over the making of the first three Star Wars movies. Oh shit, that's pretty um, cool. That's pretty cool because I
0: don't even know. Like, I mean, obviously, like I yeah. have my general knowledge of like mm-hmm. how they would make it, but like knowing oh, like the details, you should watch the documentary. Yeah, it's really I should because it's it was, it's, a, it all it was of... a disaster.
1: It was one of my favorite things on the offer actually. Oh, um, so there was one of the days where I was on there and yeah. they had. Um, I guess the guy scene? who ran golf and Western, I cannot remember his name right now. Okay. Uh, played by Byrne Gorman in our Yeah, yeah, our yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. Uh, but so they had these bottles of classic uh, Dr. Pepper. I guess he really liked I, Dr. Pepper.
0: I like Dr. Pepper. Um,
1: but of course, you know, this actor is going to have to drink out of it or pour his glass and drink out of the glass like yeah,
0: 10 maybe times. 10 times, yeah.
1: maybe 15, depending on how the things depending, go. Yeah. If he's lucky, maybe only three or four. You know? Right, right. But so he's not going to want to take a drink of yeah. Dr. Pepper every time. And yeah. they're going to have to keep refilling the bottle. Right or have you know imagine if it's bottles. alcohol he's just
0: like i'm smashed right, yeah.
1: <laughs> and that definitely happened to our show too um, but it was really cool to see them take essentially seltzer water mm-hmm. pour it into the bottle like through a funnel yeah. mix in a little bit of food dye to make it look like dr pepper but also still be bubbly enough to oh, be convincing and okay. then we poured it you know it still got the fizz and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was just like food dyed soda water so every time he took a sip he's drinking
0: water basically
1: oh you know,
0: wow even with like dr with pepper that. That. that's so mm-hmm. interesting and he still
1: had a spit bucket even then
0: so wow
1: yeah that's another thing too with film and food and bucket? drink yeah it's like you always have uh, there's a uh, the document or the behind the scenes like um what do you call it uh you know on dvds when you can like do the commentary yeah yeah, the yeah, commentary. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: yeah uh kira knightley talks about that for uh pirates of the caribbean oh you know that shit. big scene where she sits down with barbosa and she's eating yeah all the food. oh shit and i mean think like, about you know, that she turned 19 like on that show no way um, yeah she oh was super God. young wow. and so she was like i'm you know i'm a strong yeah. new actor yeah. and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna eat the food and swallow it yeah yeah, yeah. she kind of refused to Spit bucket. it out. Yeah. And so, you know, that food has been sitting there and it's like this cold, gross turkey leg and you have to keep <laughs> no, eating was... it and taking bites of it. It's like, no. Always have a spit That bucket. is so funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. I didn't even think about that, but that makes sense. That makes sense. Cause even right. when you watch like hot ones. Uh, right. they have a spit bucket but I just thought because like it's so spicy but... but I
1: mean I think it is part of that for them right
0: but that and, makes that makes yeah. sense too like on set because yeah. you're not gonna like you're like okay wait hold on and then like right. walk all the way over and to, I, like. and I do think
1: with hot ones from my understanding, it yeah. they make an effort to try to keep the wings warm you know that's like, nice that's, and not because gross. I'd be, yeah. like
0: cold wings and then it's like really spicy mm-hmm. on top of that you're just like oh shit like this right. is not yeah. enjoyable no, they Damn. definitely prepare
1: in that show from what that's I that's so tell. cool
0: yeah what are but, like what are some little like insights yeah. things that you saw that maybe
1: like wouldn't people wouldn't expect you know yeah
0: like, like or on the offer that like, you... yeah
1: i'm trying to think i mean that sort of thing is that's again really cool, cool. same thing I with know. the food i mean that happened on the offer there was yeah the, a couple different dinner parties and it's like they make the food look really good who but is making like the food? Cool. Is
0: is there like... Props department. Props department yep. is. Okay. Yep. They're, they're in charge, in charge of, that of that as well.
1: Yep. Yeah. So like, uh, I don't know if you knew Dustin. Or yeah. Him, but he, so he, I mean, he, he made and the his food. team were working on that all the oh, time. Oh,
0: that's so cool. Now that, like, you know, because mm-hmm. we tested everyone and I would get their names. Right, right. I actually know, like, I'll be like, oh yeah, I do know that right, person. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they're this department. They're in charge of that. And it's like cool to see like what they created right. and made yeah. on set. That. That's really cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I love movie magic in general. Like, oh my God, I know. One of the coolest things that really. I wouldn't even call it movie magic. In yeah. a sense, was the them rebuilding sets from The Godfather, especially yeah. the uh, you know the opening scene at the wedding where he's like you know oh, you so come to the, me on the day yeah, of my yeah, daughter's yeah. wedding. They rebuilt that whole set.
0: Wow, um, that's amazing. And
1: they they didn't have like because you know, I was talking to the set yeah the set designer you know they didn't have any of the old blueprints or anything really so they had to like use photos from the movie and photos from production from back then wow. to try to like match stuff and find the right looking couch and.
0: That's so you know, cool. Build the
1: walls the same way. And wow! That stuff. Was, yeah, really that's
0: so unique. That's yeah. really cool. That's really cool. So stuff like
1: that. That's really cool to see. And, and the there.
0: budget on that was huge, right? Like in gen- the show. Yeah, in general. in general,
1: especially for a miniseries. Was
0: it a bigger, but like mm-hmm. one of the bigger budget shows you've worked on?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: definitely. Yeah, I feel um, like that's definitely like one of the biggest shows, uh, budget shows that I've ever been yeah, on. Oh, for sure,
1: 100. Yeah. Um Though this next show I'm gonna be on should be similar in just price as big, and cool.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I mean.
1: It's another Paramount show. So, it's a
0: Paramount yeah. show. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I and was I like, I think it's another Paramount Plus
1: exclusive, but I'm not
0: positive. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that's supposed to start in like two weeks, or is that already starting? Uh, this the one? offer? No, the American. American oh, 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 that okay. one started.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, mean, I don't know if I can yeah, talk yeah, about it yet or not. No, no. no, I mean, no, no we, it's an. I an it's, we, it's an. It's an announced show, but I don't it. know. You know, NDAs and all NDAs, that. NDAs.
0: Right? Sorry, yeah. can't talk about it. Talk
1: about whatever. I know. I know. Are you? going to... you have Paramount Plus? Uh, I don't yet actually know. I've I, okay, so this
0: whole time I thought I didn't have mm-hmm. it and I was like, I'm gonna have to buy it. I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. get it. And then turns out we do have it. So I was like, Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I like can watch the offer. Some, so premiere party. Yeah. We can watch the offer here. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. It'd be super fun. Yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, I do cool. plan to
1: watch it. I'm yeah. curious.
0: I do No, I definitely want to see it. Mm-hmm. Cause I actually, I saw the trailer the other day and <laughs> yeah. I was able to recognize mm-hmm all the locations we were at because right. we had to be there super early <laughs> and it was, it was always so funny we'd be at a location and mm-hmm. it'd be like super dark pitch black you can't see where you are you're like i don't know what anything looks like mm-hmm. sun comes up and you're like oh, yeah. this, oh this is really where am cool. at. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i mean it was definitely a really cool experience though i i, I it was really cool to yeah, see like how it all goes down and also when they use um mm-hmm. all the green screens and stuff like when they would make it seem because like they would put it on like a freaking um like a, seemed like a tractor what was that thing like when they carry oh you're the, talking
1: about the lift like yeah like they, um,
0: they carry those big screens yeah yeah
1: yeah they yeah bring, like, i was huge, like, like
0: yeah to make it 16, look i think they you know? did that for um Whatever. the scene with like a rally or something
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah well so there yeah there's a there's a scene in it mm-hmm. uh where they're at a uh, italian american civil rights like rally where right somebody speaks yeah and it takes place in new york at um it's a famous train station okay but so they didn't want to you know fly to new york and well, yeah bring all the actors and So they just (laughs) built a stage with a bunch of green screen and yeah, yeah, they did a lot of that actually throughout the show. I know. To help make things look like New York.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. damn, that's pretty crazy because I mean, seeing it like Mm -hmm. with your own eyes is just so different than like watching like a behind the scenes, like video of stuff. Like, so for me, I was like fangirling. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was <laughs> yeah. like, "This is so cool!" Like just walking yeah. around and being able to see them recreate, especially like a time period yeah. piece too, mm-hmm. because it was like in the late mm-hmm. '80s, right?
1: Uh, no, it was uh, '70s. It was
0: '70s. Was of, oh shit, place, '70s. Yeah. So yeah, like mm-hmm. just being able to see like
1: yeah, them sort of recreate. It's so and cool. Take everything the back. The cars, the outfits, the Were makeup. You there when they shot Forty uh, Second Street, where they had like snow on the ground and stuff. Yes. Oh so my god. that was oh cool. god. That's,
0: that's that Broadway
1: was cool. in LA. That was crazy. Basically like you were saying it was warm in september yeah but so they had all this fake snow and of course all the actors are in jackets and that they was so these crazy yeah. to look like i was just like walking York, and then you know? i was like
0: oh my god wait there's snow in la right now <laughs> i mean right. that's that was literally the beauty of mm-hmm. mad, yeah. like right. that
1: that is totally moving
0: it's just like yeah. crazy what you can do honestly yeah. and what you can do when you have a big budget What well,
1: like, was gonna say yeah money solves a lot of problems
0: at yeah the end of the day, it, does. it does budget
1: is always tight but there's always yeah. never enough i but, know uh how
0: is that even possible <laughs> like because like so to me Hollywood like the i'm Captain. like oh if somebody gave me a million dollars like i feel like i could do so much with yeah. it right it just it seems like but the this is, the is limit. actually
1: this is a great thing to go into yeah in an entire episode of a podcast yeah. uh that people really don't understand is yeah where does all that money go and where does honestly, the money go it's the people like, yeah it's a, it, there's so many people like 300 people yeah you're paying them extra per day mm-hmm. for in the case of the offer, I mean they, they filmed for like what for like six months, seven months, I think <gasps>
0: seven months of filming because
1: and when then there's also pre production of course
0: seven months, yeah. five days a week,
1: yep, pretty much. I mean there were some breaks in there because of COVID and right. and holidays and things, but yeah, like and it, then and they shot a lot. going
0: overtime too, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. And See, we, so it's
0: like when yeah. you commit to a show you're committing like mm-hmm. months of your life.
1: Yeah. For hours and hours. I mean, people just don't live a life. So, for for some months. people
0: that doesn't sound like that crazy. Cause like, well, I commit like to the one right. job for like, <laughs> right. Like forever. Right. But, but then it's the hours. It's you know? the hours too. So like, just, like
1: my boss and manager, you know, they both were on at the beginning of pre-production all okay. that kind of stuff. And that started, if I remember correctly, I think yeah. in March of yeah. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So they were from, you know, March and April and May, they were working 40 to mm-hmm. 50 hours a week, depending mm-hmm. on just how the demands were and stuff. Yeah. And that was all pre-production. Yeah. And then when they started filming, I think it was in June, mm-hmm. that goes from you know, 40, 50 hours a week to... 12 hours a day, minimum five days a week. Oh my God. You know, and and then, you know, Michael, especially like our supervisor Mm -hmm. and I mean, and Pachochin, but, but our supervisor, you know, had to be there beforehand or at least be up and doing stuff on his computer, you know, interacting with people until way past filming had even stopped. Right. So he was working 16, 16 hour days, five days a week for
0: months, you know,
1: June through January.
0: Hopefully um, that's a nice paycheck. <laughs> say I,
1: I think no matter what, it's not enough. <laughs> right. No, I know um, because you're just putting that much And time. like, I know he's going to take a break for a little bit because it's yeah. just like, that's insane. No, I mean, um, that's so much time. That is what production is at the end of the that day. That is. You know? Yeah. It's like, you do that, especially as a like, department. And then see, when you
0: think about it like that, it's mm-hmm. like, and you're putting in so much time and effort. Like you want it, you want to be the one directing, you know? You <laughs> right. want to be at the position that you're
1: like. Because right. if you're going to dedicate that much of your
0: right. life to it. Like you would think like if you're de- yeah. dedicating all that time, yeah. the, like you know physically and like your physical mental well-being honestly like you want it to be for your own films as well but it's like how do you get there like how do you get to that step where like people will be like you know what yeah they're willing
1: to risk millions of dollars on you on you you.
0: that's literally what it comes down to is like all those people that we're working for right now like they were able to prove themselves that they're like worth these millions you know so we just have to be those
1: and i mean based on what i saw they were you know like yeah I, I really enjoyed working with everybody. We yeah. With, even the people who are jerks, right? <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> it's like, part of it, I guess. And like, at least you yeah. can look back now and you're like, whatever. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, in sure. the moment, you're just like, yeah. so unnecessary well,
1: and tying back to something you said way earlier on you said yeah. something that's like a lot of the a-list talent you meet are actually super nice yeah and i have found people at the very top level you know
0: well i'm excited to see where where you know your path takes you directing you. and i yeah. think you know as long as you stick to it and like start pitching yourself it's definitely gonna happen.
1: i mean like, same here like, yeah I mean, just this alone I mean, you're we'll, doing so
0: hey fun. we're we'll do it together right we're yeah, on the same hey. path <laughs> let's do it yes let's do it so you'll see us <laughs> you know being on set right. doing health and safety stuff, but one day you're gonna watch our movies as well. So. I mean, that'd be pretty dope. So. No, hey, we can we can even co-direct. That'd be sick. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I've always thought about doing that too. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be super fun to like direct with someone else, just to like try it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, why right. not? Like,
1: I th- I think it's really interesting too, looking at people like Joel and Ethan Cohen mm-hmm. or like the Wachowskis, yeah, yeah, um, and how how they do that. And it's possible. You know. We know yeah. it's possible. Or, uh, so Chris uh, Miller, Phil Lord. I mean, there's yeah. actually plenty of examples. The yeah. um, the guys who do the Avengers movies, Ugh, getting their names.
0: Oh my god, who is? They're, they're they're brothers. Um,
1: they also directed episodes of Arrested Development. Wait, hold on, I, I totally know. Names.
0: Wait, I know who directed. Mark. Hold on. No, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's slipping my mind.
1: But point being is that point being is plenty of examples. There's of that. plenty of mm-hmm.
0: co-directors, and we might be one of those yeah. one day. And. Stay tuned because we'll announce it on here if we have <laughs> right, yeah. but honestly thank you so much for coming on yeah. and sharing, you know, your journey and mm-hmm. how you got here. And I think it's really good insight. So yeah. hey, I'm excited for to have me. you back. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.